Welcome to Social Worker Wine Time. You bring the cheese. We have the wine. We're here to share with you shit they don't tell you in social work school, stories about being helpers. When it comes to medical social work, we have seen and heard it all. During our episodes, we want to share some stories, laugh about them, talk to other helping professionals about their stories, and then laugh about those too. We're going to make light of all the humorous happenings and bizarre encounters in our day-to-day life. We are also working moms and wives, and we'll probably share some of our funny parenting and marriage stories that occur in our lives as well. Our purpose is to use humor to encourage those in the helping professions and working moms and wives. Hey guys, welcome back to Social Worker Wine Time. I'm Meredith. And I'm Christina. We are um, trying to uh, keep things together, even though some of our episodes are uh, a little farther apart than normal, but we appreciate you hanging in and still looking out for new episodes. Uh, We enjoy making them, just that life gets in the way sometimes. Uh, But we've tried to be organized and keep ourselves uh, (laughs) tried. (laughs) <laughs> keep ourselves on track so that we have some topics that we have to you know have saved and and everything like that and that way we can uh, maybe condense our episodes and and get them all in and and get them published quickly for you yes it's been it has been crazy I don't understand well I mean I do understand baseball started for us so it's like back to the ball fields mm-hmm. and we're doing soccer and fundraisers and oh yeah oh I forgot fundraisers oh yeah I still need a costume for that oh I just have to attend I don't have to (laughs) but I still had to buy clothes for it see I know that's what I'm saying man and I'm and I'm so not bougie and like this is hard for me (laughs) (laughs) like it really is well I mean but think about it like we became social workers because we're pretty down to earth we want to help people like we're not fancy like we didn't like you know I mean it's not a fancy lifestyle it's not a fancy profession like we were scrubs and when I didn't wear scrubs I wore like flowy skirts and sweaters like I wasn't like yeah you know in a power suit because I was not gonna wear well first of all I don't own a power suit but I don't think I ever have but like I mean I didn't want to wear my nice clothes into a C. diff room so I was right I mean the nature but even when I was in the office doing you know like uh office stuff outpatient you know mental health stuff I didn't um, yeah I didn't wear like I wore flowy skirts comfy stuff like stuff that I could like sit crisscross applesauce in my chair and and relax in between clients (laughs) this is true this is true like even when I even when I wasn't always when I wasn't even seeing patients well I went out to facilities I would wear scrubs but that's like Mm -hmm. pajama pants like I know they're comfy and then in like you know the past couple of years since working from home like I don't have dress clothes I don't you know, I have church clothes, but I don't have cocktail attire. <laughs> I, haven't Come on to, now. I haven't had to attend a wedding in so long. So it's like, you know, everything's virtual. I can wear pajamas to weddings. Actually, the last wedding I went to was a virtual wedding. And it was, it was just chilling in pajamas. Man, I'm kind of jealous. I have a wedding coming up. Though, I mean, I enjoy the wedding itself, but a virtual option. Mm. Right? I'm going to a virtual baby shower too. Still, I'm I'm impressed. 2023, you're still picking up the virtual thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I will say like I like going to baby showers, but it's like like I would take open... a, I would take 100 weddings over baby shower. I like weddings. I would I like, yeah, I agree. I would take weddings over baby showers any day. Now, I'm not saying I don't like baby showers. I'm just saying, like, you can only see, 
you can only see so many frilly dresses for little girls mm-hmm. and overalls for little boys. Like, don't get me wrong. Baby showers are fun. I don't mind planning them. And it depends. Well, it, it's all but, about, for me, it depends who is there, who it is. Like, if it's my best yeah. friend, of course, I want to be there. But, like, when it's acquaintances, oh, my God. If I had oh a God, virtual baby shower option, that would have been so much Oh, nicer. my God. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, the acquaintance ones or like a, a coworker that maybe you're close with, but you're not like super close with, but you are obligated, like you feel to go, obligated. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or like your cousin's twice removed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those funky family trees. Right. We all know those. So, but, but yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting hike. So, but um I have um some fun story about how I deem a coffee shop completely incapable of keeping my morning cup of joe normal. Oh, it's <laughs> tough. I mean, you have one job. One job. Make one. the freaking coffee and do it right. That's it. And I can tell you this in I went to now granted did I go to the same one? No. So my first experience, I went and I said, I would like a latte, a non-fat mocha latte. Now, this is not rocket science. I wasn't asked hot or cold. To me, if somebody orders a coffee, it's hot. Unless it's hot, otherwise. unless they specify I want it iced. I didn't say iced. I didn't say it come out in my words. So I ordered <clears throat> my breakfast. Milton ordered. I got Milton stuff. I get my drinks, and at this point, I realize they fucked up my coffee. <laughs> so I got an I got an extra large almost like a almost like a subway super gulp like a like a big gulp or whatever they call it from 7-Eleven like a big yes. gulp cup of iced mocha latte <gasps> oh no yeah and I had ordered a chocolate donut because you know <laughs> why not so like I'm sure I was in severe diabetic <laughs> right like you end up in the hospital with dk after that much DKA episode right so i'm like okay seriously like come on now so <clears throat> three days later i go i'm taking rex to a birthday party it's early in the morning because it's a toddler's birthday party so it's three o'clock or three o'clock it's 10 o'clock in the morning the party oh yeah so we're going and I'm like I need coffee so I go to a different same same company but a different location I drive up to the window I put in a request for 25 munchkins I put in um a request for I forget what Rex had probably orange juice and then um I put in for a non-fat I'm sorry they don't understand non-fat that's the other issue I have they don't understand uh, non-fat they know skim milk so you have to so say, I say non-fat cafe lot or mocha latte or whatever they call it and um I pull up to the window after them ta- me telling them I pull up to the window and there's four people standing at the window oh my god and one of them goes Whose coffee is this? Now, I'm the only one in line. There's nobody in the store. It's not your son's. It's not my son's. And the lady that's about to hand it to me, she goes, is this right? You know she's going to complain if it's wrong. Now, I don't think I have a bitch face. And I generally don't complain because I don't want you spitting in my drink. Right. I will drive off to me and and just complain. Right. I go and... I, I'm sitting there and they hand me my, my donuts or whatnot. And <laughs> the manager remakes my coffee <gasps> because he wanted to make sure that it was right. That even was, though I hadn't even had it. I was thoughtful. I barely got out of the parking lot and my coffee was wrong. <gasps> even after he remade it. Even after he remade it. Oh my God. 
I didn't even have the in initial. They wouldn't give me the initial. They remade it because they thought that he screwed it up. And it was still screwed up. So, of course, now I'm like irritated, right? Yeah, well, because they they went out of their way to remake it, but they didn't actually go to out of their way to remake it correctly. Exactly. So I, of course, am like livid about it, right? And I'm telling Milton, Milton's like, you are just so crazy. And he's like, maybe you're ordering it wrong. I'm like, I consistently go to another coffee shop. The only reason I went to it these two times was one, because I had to get gas. And this one was right next to the gas station. And the other one was because I did not want to wait in the other coffee's coffee mm -hmm. line. This one had no cars in it. Now I understand why. Because <laughs> they suck. <laughs> so at the end of the week, Milton goes, I'm stopping to get coffee because I have to get gas. Do you want anything? Well, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want that. Right. I'm like, no, I don't want a coffee. They screw it up. I'll drink my own coffee from home. I know how to make coffee. <laughs> I was like, but get me a bagel with cream cheese. He comes home. My bagel is toasted, but no cream mm. cheese. Just a dry ass toasted dry bagel. Dry ass bagel. Who does that? I don't know, but they can't get anything that I order ever right. So my husband doesn't like um, um, doing mobile orders. Because like he doesn't like placing the order and then going to pick it up. Right, because he feels like 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 at a place like Subway or Chipotle, you know, like where you have to like specifically put in there what you want because he doesn't trust them. Because like if I go get a mobile order at Subway or whatever and I pick it up and I bring it home and I don't actually open the sandwich, he feels like they're going to screw, gonna it, screw up. it up. Well, I will say when Milton put in my order, the order, he did do it mobile. But other mm -hmm. than that, I've been verbal. So this last week we had to, when it sounds like I eat donuts and coffee all the time, but I really don't. This was like over a span of like <laughs> a month and a half, maybe two months. But this past like week, last week, um, Rex needed to have some lab work and that was like our carrot, like, well, we'll yeah. get donuts. You can pick any donut. Because you have to have lab work. It wasn't fasting. So it's like load them up on sugar. Yeah. He even got a Sprite. Like we went all out. Well, yeah. Cause he's got to cooperate with the. So I order my coffee. Milton orders his coffee. They screwed no. up both of our coffee. <gasps> and I'm standing there and I'm like, she, the woman hands me, I ordered a medium. Milton ordered a small. She hands me the small and says, this is the dark roast. And I said, does it have vanilla in it? Because I knew he ordered a small. He knew I ordered a medium, but they gave him the medium and me the small. So I'm standing there and I'm like trying to process this, right? Don't they repeat this back to you when you order it at the counter? Oh no, no. Because So I'm processing my end and he's on the other side of the counter processing what's going on on his end. Oh my. He's like, is that your coffee? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't order a small. Like now, now the spousal issue is coming out. Oh right? yeah. So I'm like, I didn't order a small, I ordered a medium. What is in your cup? And he goes, is your coffee right? Because you always complain they never get it right. <laughs> and I'm like, he's I like throwing Karen like, under the bus over here. The medium. I have the small, can I taste your coffee? So, um, oh my God, they totally screwed it up. They put the Splenda in my, in, in the medium. <gasps> But they didn't put any of the vanilla because I can't I can't drink black coffee like I need flavor. And so, yeah. So and then they fixed it. It still wasn't right, but it was better than it was. Like, oh, my so God. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Like that's three times at the same place. But after we get to the car and we're having this conversation. I was like, why did you get so angry at me? Like I was trying to figure out why you were holding my cup when I right. had your cup. And he's like, well, she told me that she screwed up and gave me a medium for my coffee. And I was like, so uh... they give me the wrong cup. 
So in return, you get screwed? Right. I'm like, so you get an extra shot of whatever. You get this cup because they screwed up your order. I mean, granted, they remade mine. I guarantee you the way they put my cup down, I guarantee you they gave my cup of coffee to somebody else. Right. They just kept it and then. Yeah. And I even drank out of it. Oh, my God. So needless to say. It's not that hard to get a good cup of coffee. It's not hard to like, get a good cup of coffee. Not be the, it should not be like like this. But I mean, come on, like four times. I can't get a cup four times. Oh. Remind me not to buy you a gift card for that place. Yeah, don't. <laughs> like, and I'm always made fun of because granted, I am a Starbucks junkie because they make all the best coffees. Like I like all the fun like fluffy stuff mm-hmm. in it and everything. I am willing to pay eight, nine dollars for a cup of fancy coffee. I'm fine with that because you know why? Every time they get my coffee right. I was gonna say, you know, as as much as people talk bad about it, they don't mess it up. No. And if they did mess it up, like one day this lady hands me this breakfast thing. And I'm like, and I took it, not thinking, I took it and I put it in the car and I was like, hold on, wait a second. Cause normally on Fridays I do give myself a treat. Yeah. Cause I get tired of eating cereal every day. So I'll be like, oh, I'll get a blueberry muffin today. Or maybe I'll get a piece of like banana bread or whatever. Right. So yeah, she hands me a delicious banana bread. (gasps) And I'm like, I didn't order this. She goes, well, you have it now. You can have it happy friday and i'm like thanks nice but but yeah anyhow that was my my coffee fail which i feel like multiple relate to me my multiple coffee fails i just don't understand maybe maybe the coffee shop needs a social worker well by the (laughs) judging a book by its cover i'm not gonna say anything i'm gonna they're, be they're gonna need um uh, the guy from um you know the guy that comes in when your kitchen when your restaurant's falling apart oh yeah like coffee rehab yeah it's like rescue re- <laughs> what is it restaurant bar rescue or restaurant leader coffee rescue yes I don't think they need more. I think they need more than just a social worker. I think they just need to get all their ducks in a row. That would probably help them a lot. You know what? I know a few ducks that might be able to um, help them. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know how like certain areas have like, I don't know, when I went to college, they had like chickens that roamed the um, property, right? I mean, there's always like, somebody's got cats, somebody's got raccoons. Well, apparently we have ducks. And um, I've had to put a little extra time in my morning commute because of the duck traffic um, on my way to work. And no, I will. And I have a new duck development this morning that you didn't, you don't even know about yet. But so I've been texting Christina pictures every morning when I commute to work with these ducks. And, you know, I mean, they're not really afraid. I'm assuming someone must feed them. They're not super afraid of people, but they're, you know, they will eventually scatter. But these cute two little ducks, I like made them up a whole life story. And like, they've been (laughs) married and together for all these years and they're empty nesters. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. um, So every morning I see the two of them on my way to work. It's been like a couple weeks now. And so then like last Friday, sometimes they're in my way. Sometimes they're just like hanging out. It, It just depends on what time but they seem to have this pattern. Like they walk with me towards the entrance and then I don't know what they do all day, but they're not usually there at night. So the uh, the other day, like on Thursday or Friday, I got there and there's only one duck. Oh no. I know. So I'm like, well, I said, you know, it's cycle of life. Maybe his duck partner died or i don't know so i was getting a little nervous so for two days there was only one duck and i was very concerned and i kept talking to it and asking it where its little wife was but he didn't seem to want to talk so i was like oh maybe she's sitting on a nest somewhere who knows right well 
finally, I think it was like the following Monday or something, I saw two of them again. And I was like, oh, thank God. Oh. Because I was really panicked because I didn't, what would happen to him? Like if, I don't know what kind of, are they the kind of animals, like if you lose your mate, then that's it. And, you know, anyway. So finally there was, there had been two for a couple of days. And then this morning I get there and there was three. <gasps> so I was very excited. So they, they took in a new friend or they became polygamous. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a social worker, so I'm not going to judge their life choices, but it was not a, it was not a baby. So it's not like they hatched a baby or anything. It was definitely another adult um duck so you know we'll see they might become like the what's that family the sister wives sister wives yeah so there's a um an author that wrote a book about an otter that visits her neighborhood and um she came to rex's school and um he you could buy the book or whatever so we bought the book and um <laughs> they thought that the the otter was a boy but comes out that it was a girl <gasps> and the otter had babies <gasps> yeah so there's a whole story about it it's actually really cute but um maybe that's the case maybe i mean i would be okay if they had babies however i don't think this third duck is their baby no third duck's not a baby it's just a it's a it's a sister wife. Maybe they're both sitting, taking turns sitting on the uh, nest. Oh, like penguins? Yeah. See? That might be it. Birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were oh. saying something about a, uh, a 90, your 90-year-old. Oh, speaking of polygamous. No, he wasn't polygamous, but that's a. <laughs> Uh, yes there's see there's a there's a thread here so i have had this funny story about the sweetest man i ever met um but and i've been dying to tell christina but i was saving it for the podcast because it's way funner way funner yes i have a master's degree that's where we're at it's it's late at (laughs) night we're tired it's way funner when i get to tell her it while we're (laughs) podcasting so um so we had this man he was admitted with heart failure and um he was nine years old and he lived at home was completely independent lived with his wife like really you would never otherwise know that he was 90 so we go in and meet him and he's not your typical 90 year old his hair is not white like he looks young he's he's not frail like he's got muscle he's got you know he's not the typical 90 year old that you would think you're walking in on and so he's telling so he puts his two daughters first of all he puts his two daughters on speakerphone and it's just him the two daughters and us in the room and he he's telling us like you know what his life is like and his functional status and all that kind of you know psychosocial social worky stuff and um he's he said you know they need to fix this and we said, yeah, well, the problem is they can't fix it. This isn't curable. You know, it's treatable and and they can manage it, but you're not, you can't get rid of heart failure. It's not something that they're like, oh, let's put this thing in and you're fine. And so he was like completely surprised, like blown away. Like, what do you mean? My dad lived to 98. I thought I had like eight more years left in me. And the doctor today told me I only had a year. And, uh. They were like, well, you know, that's kind of what he said. He's probably not wrong and blah, blah, blah. And, and he was just baffled. Like he really did not, was not in touch with his own mortality. Like if somebody told me I had six months to live right now, I would not be surprised. Like, not that I think I'm dying, but I don't know. That kind of thing doesn't surprise me, I guess, at this point. But he was 90 and he was so surprised. So I was like, holy moly. So he he said and so we said you're gonna have to kind of slow down your activities like you can't go to the grocery store you know or if you do you might have to use a scooter you know driving is gonna have to be on a case-by-case basis if you you know are having a good day and how you feel and you know all those things and you can't clean the house and you know maybe you can make a meal if you take your time and sit you know get like the walking 
the walker with the seat, you know, so you could sit yeah. at the stove, whatever, you know. So we were kind of talking to him about how to modify his life, but, you know, still keep some independence, right? And um, so he's kind of starting to go, you know, into that avenue and, and have accept that as part of our discussion. And he says, you know, he's like, I told my wife last month that I couldn't have sex there anymore because I just got too short of breath. And, you know, she's very nice. She understands. <laughs> if you could see Christina's face. Wait. And so nonchalant. And, and he was serious? Oh, yeah. He was so, like. How old's his wife? He, she's like 93, 92. I don't know. She's his age. Though. I'm sorry. At some point, that does not. Is... Apparently, they were very active. Maybe that's why he's 90 and he looks good. I, it might be good for you. That's why I'm not 90 and I look 90. <laughs> so I have bags. <laughs> so I have bags under my eyes. Wow. Like um, 8.30 is bedtime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And his like... Uh, God bless his kids because they kind of like groaned on the on the line. You could kind of go hear them go, Dad. Oh, like, oh, he said this in front of his children. Yes, remember they were on speakerphone. Oh my god, Papa's getting late at ninety. Like, what about grandkids? Oh my god, can you imagine? Oh my god, I'd be mortified. Well, hopefully the kids don't tell the grandkids because you know. Yeah, hey, you know what? It, I you know what? Once you once you hear that, you can't unhear it, and you have to say it to somebody. <laughs> so speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> thank God this is not like a public podcast that people can listen to. Since I'm you know divulging um, secrets here, um, there are some times in my life when I hear things that I absolutely have to tell someone else, and not at work, like family stuff, like. When you are like, oh my God, I can't believe my family member said that. I really didn't want to know that. It was way too much TMI for me. I 100% have gone and like told my sister or my brother and been like, oh God, oh God, if my ears had to get burned or my eyes had to get burned, yours are now getting burned with it. Right. Like you can't unhear it. And my sister does the same thing. And I'm not just talking about like, like raunchy story. I'm talking like, you know, just things that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I had to like, you know. I'm trying to think of um I recently did something that you have to take care of someone else in your family for, you know, that kind of thing. Like like I don't know, I can't remember what it was and I was like I have to tell you this because you'll never believe mom said this to me. <laughs> yeah, like when they come out with like this like off the and wall she's shit. like and and here's the thing, like most of the time when that happens I have to call, but there's times like my sister not kidding you. I can't tell you how many times I've dialed her number and it rings and it either goes straight to voicemail or it rings like four times and goes to voicemail. Mm -hmm. Rex and I are always like, you never pick up your phone. You never Yes, we say the same thing. We say the same thing. And I'm like, bitch, you just texted me. Where are you? And now I'm calling you and you're not answering. Because they don't, they won't buy the hearing aids. They're over the counter now. Oh, this is my sister. Oh, your sister. Oh, I thought you meant your mother was. No. Oh yeah, I have to tell her. I like my mom or dad says something. I have to share. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this poor guy, he was so I. Bless his cute little heart, and I mean, I kind of wanted to high five him because go you go, dude. Like, way to live an active life. Maybe that, like you said, maybe that's what kept him young. But his kids were kind of like mortified. We were all taken aback, but he just kept on going in the conversation, mind you, like just. I mean, he there was said no, it like pause. It was like pause. Like he said, he's like, oh, she's very forgiving. She understands. She said she understood. I mean, it could have been worse. He could be like, well, I just don't have to do the work. She has to do the work now. <laughs> right. Like, I know. Bless you. Like, she'll like break a hip trying to. Uh, but then like he paused for like maybe a second and then he just kept going. And this conversation ended up being pretty long. Um. Because like I said, we kind of talked about adjusting your lifestyle and, and what things look like and 
all the ins and outs. Like it was a first like real big conversation about living with heart failure. And um, it went on for a while. And the kids had questions. They were asking questions on the speakerphone and stuff. And, um, and finally, when we left, like we almost forgot that it happened, right? Because you had to just gloss over it when you were talking. Because certainly you weren't going to like, you know, drop your jaw in the middle of the conversation. So like I don't know how you had a poker face on that. Like well, we have math. Oh, valid. Yeah, that's usually what saves us. So, um, or you know, this is like I have like holes in my lip because I have literally will like sometimes bite my lip or pinch myself just to um (laughs) to not not crack under the conversation. But um, we walked away and we like walked down the hallway, and I like sat down on the floor because I couldn't hold it and I was laughing so hard I couldn't even walk I was like oh my god like seriously like that could have gone so like and I'm sorry those daughters you know they went home and told their husband oh absolutely be like they probably had to have a shot after and I guarantee you the husbands were probably like Oh, right on. Like, <laughs> right, they probably like, gave the biggest go, high father five to their father-in-law. And yeah. they probably have not, like, I don't mean, like, disliked him. But they're no. probably like, okay, he just totally won me over. Right, like, he moved up a few notches in the family scale of, yeah. Like, you know that's going to be the conversation around game night. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my, that, that story. And, you know, God love it. That story is going to go on in their family for, like, generation oh yes exactly <laughs> and like the one day like yeah their grandkids are gonna know oh if yeah 90 his grandkids are gonna know well but i don't know like that means his kids are in their 70s maybe or or late 60s they might be i don't know maybe i mean like would your parents if your grand if you had a grandparent that was alive would your parents tell you and your sister you think or would they be like, oh, God, that was way too inappropriate, Dad. We're not repeating that. Well, okay. So, like, my dad would, my mom, like, is far from anybody that would buy anything from any lingerie place. Like, my mom is, like, wears a muumuu for her pajamas. Like, she's not frilly, fancy, nothing. Like, right. she's plain Jane. And, um, I mean, it's not, I mean, I wear, like, a t-shirt and, like, shorts. Like, you know, it's not whatever but um like my dad used to make jokes with my my mom's father on occasion okay like jokingly yeah so if your mom's father admitted this like would they tell you I don't know like he I don't know you'll have to ask them and get back I would I yeah tell them the story that conversation yeah yes oh come on your dad can handle it I have no doubt if your dad is anything like my husband he could handle it (laughs) my dad totally could handle it but I just don't know what my mother would say (laughs) do you think if mom if uh grandma and pop were like shacking up in their 90s and they dropped this bomb on you would you say you'll never believe what your pop said right like would you come and tell my sister and I (laughs) like because I would really have a hard time like keeping a straight face if you told me that like this is what I have to give up like I don't freely talk about that stuff with my parents but I feel like they would drop something like that to me well I don't either but one time when my kids were really little we were um uh my I think it was my older one he was learning to write and we were sitting there at um like Thanksgiving Christmas dinner you know whatever and we gave him a placemat so he could color you know between eating Mm -hmm. little kids you got to keep them busy or else they're not going to sit at the table with you and stuff right and um so I recall like giving him crayons coloring and and uh and he had the crayon at the time, you know, really young. So he had it in his left hand. He had one in his right hand. Then he put the one in his right hand down. And he was kind of using the one in his left. And um, my dad had said, well, uh, it looks like he might be left-handed. Uh, he seems to be favoring his left hand with this crayon and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but he's still young. You know, I don't know how old he was, but he's still young. You never know. It really could go 
you know, but right. either way, whatever. And um, I said, because my mother was left-handed when she was young, but because of the culture back then, like they were, she was at the school where they would like beat your hand until you learned how to write with the other hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now she's right-handed, but she's still on occasion. And like, if she broke her hand, she'd actually do okay as a lefty. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was able to teach me because I'm a lefty. And so she was actually able to teach me correctly how to write, you know, better than like, oh, I hated it when righties tried to teach me how to write. It was horrible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're <sighs> in that boat here. Yeah. So um, I said to him at the dinner table, I said, well, you know, mom used to be left-handed and now she's right-handed. So even if oh, he starts no. out like this, you know, he might, he might become right-handed and my dad said well yeah that's because she was bisexual (laughs) and I said dad you know there's some things that we really don't need to talk about like I don't need to know your preferences (laughs) in relationship (laughs) in the meantime like my husband is dying who's normally like a very like boring not animated guy yeah, he's very quiet he's right. very quiet but he's observing everything right like he, i mean he, he watched this all whole, in he watched this whole conversation <laughs> and like you know then he chimes in because it's like a witty you know he chimes in like oh yeah he might he might switch to the other side too you never know <laughs> so there we are like christmas dinner i don't know thanksgiving something easter i don't know what it was like talking about people's sexuality and i was like i think you were looking for ambidextrous i think that was the word that you were <laughs> looking for dad i said but if you really want to go there you know i'm a, i don't care i'm a social worker i'll talk about anything with anybody it doesn't matter to oh. me <laughs> oh, oh man but yeah it's not a it's not a normal topic um in in parts of my family other parts yes it it is so it's really interesting being parts of multiple families and having different families that it's totally like a more normal conversation than it would be for like like I know I know a family that that conversation that would it would not be abnormal for them yeah 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 actually I can think of maybe two families that that would not be abnormal for them yeah now, I will say this, if my parent ever said that to me, I would totally <laughs> make sure everybody could hear it because <laughs> I am not going to be able to unhear this. This would be going on a game night and it would be brought up again. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like, I don't, I, yeah, that's just... It was, it was cute. I, you know, what cute memories, like I said, they're going to be telling the story like the rest of their lives. It's, you know, it's a, it's a fun generational, uh, you know, story right. that will make people laugh. Hopefully they tell it at the memorial, man, because that would be one I would want. Oh to my see. God. Can you imagine? I would Kidding. lose it. Oh my God. <laughs> if they would be up there and be like, you know, even on, and, and, and who like, okay. So you're in this, you're in this memorial service and you're up on the, you know, the, the pulpit or altar or whatever, you know, and they said, you know, even when my father was given the diagnosis of heart failure, he still had his sense of humor and said, I guess I'm going to have to give up having sex with your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. We're writing the eulogy for them. Can you here? Can you do me a favor? If something happens to me, if I go first, can you please bring Say up that, that at your died not knowing why somebody put a score uh a whatchamacallit up in their who me mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'll mention that. <laughs> Speaking of stories that you um will pass on for generations, um I feel like you might have some uh, some stories that someone will pass on in their family's future about seeing some weird things, right? Oh, yes, 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 yes. You are probably thinking of the 
you know how like you go you're like on social media and you see like somebody like shares something and you're like oh that would be a cool site to see like like where you know like in this particular creature it was an alligator and like just out of curiosity to see you know where people see them or find yeah, them yeah you know, right where they're because they're all over they're like all in you know so <laughs> um I'm reading this article and um the person is basically showing a quite large gator like if i was out walking i would not be stopping to take a photo now i'm sure this person that took the photo it's zoomed in but i wouldn't pause enough because i don't know if he's hungry and I probably could be swallowed whole by the size of this, <laughs> this is gigantic. So, and the person writes on here, met a friendly alligator today. Um, I'm sorry. We met this friendly little alligator friend at this reserve a few weeks ago. I can't decide if the feather on his snout is leftover from his breakfast an overhead bird just happened to lose a feather as they were flying over him or some brave ass human dropped it on him. He was sunning himself right off the path and was definitely not interested in moving. Dozens of people walked right on by him and he just laid sleeping. Now this is when it gets tricky because this is when I start questioning you got pretty damn close to this thing or you zoomed in, but you also don't understand certain things. Right. He was missing a good portion of his tail, which, okay, that, that happens. Mm-hmm. And one of his, one of his left back feet. Now that part is where I get hung up on one of his left back feet. Well, so yeah, I, I mean, so how many le- how many feet does a alligator have? So I know, like when you're looking at like a dog, they consider the front paws their arms and their back legs their their leg their back legs their legs right their front is considered like their arm. So I'm thinking, okay, one of his left back feet. So I assume, well, but the, do you be, have more than one left? Like then he would have a left front foot. No. So I'm wondering, does she mean like his back left or is she just saying like, what, like he should have multiple, like, does she assume gators have like more than four feet? That's what it sounds like. Like that, that was the part that I got hung up on. I was like, okay. So then I look at, I'm like, cause it's a decent sized gator. Right. So then I go and I sneak in and I see that when they give the angle of the gator and where his head is and and where his head is, like I'm now looking at it. It's not even his left foot. It's his right. (laughs) It's the gator's right foot. It might've been her left, but it's it's her left. Gator's right. (laughs) Gator's right. (laughs) But here's the deal. The picture was taken from like, she's looking at him from behind. Behind. So it's clearly on the right. It clearly is on the right. It's even her right at that point. It, yeah. Exactly. Like it is her right. So, um, you know, I was, I was super confused. You know, I think it's because your observation skills as a social worker are just way better than hers maybe but I I mean I literally was sitting there thinking to myself you know like I know that I I'm looking at it and then I said to myself maybe I'm crazy maybe gators are supposed to have more than four feet and maybe this is the left side and I'm hallucinating this is the poison of social media I'm telling you right now it makes you think that you are the crazy one because you're like well if this person was willing to put themselves out there in the whole universe and say that this is his left foot and he might have more than one left foot well then what did I you know maybe I'm maybe I'm the crazy one maybe something's wrong with me because I didn't understand that alligators have six feet or eight feet I don't know so 
of course, what do I do? I go to the thread <laughs> <laughs> to read the comments. Duh. I'm like to the comments. So <laughs> and apparently this gator is very known for this area. A lot of people know him and they call him Stumpy. Because he's missing one of his back left he's legs. missing one of his back legs. <laughs> one of like, his back. This poor gator has had the back of his tail chewed off. Like it is chewed off. His back right leg could have maybe been trapped, but it looks chewed. Mm. And, and I'm talking like this, this gator, he's a good five, six feet foot gator. Like he's not small. Right. It's not like a tiny little, yeah, yeah. And he's a fatty. But the poor thing's going to be traumatized. He's an amputee and they're calling him Stumpy. I think he needs therapy. He does. Do they have any Facebook social workers or social media social oh, workers? Let me go look. I think there was a few. Like people are like, oh, maybe we should maybe we rescue should- him and send him to the vet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, kind of like the homeless guys who wants to be homeless and is actually very content to not um be receiving assistance from anywhere, but yet someone wants to go out there and right. buy them an apartment right mm-hmm. like i'm waiting to see like where these people um here we go let's see here you know what these people do but it's amazing that these people there are so many people that get close to them like like right so like go close. up to, yeah I know. like are you stupid or something yeah like duh. she doesn't know her right from her left just for starters clearly clearly I mean, like some people get close to the babies. Now that's just stupid. I know. I, I mean, I don't even get near bunnies, baby bunnies, for fear that like they get abandoned if their mother right. smells you. I know. Yeah, I just I don't get it. But this poor gator needs therapy, like for real. Well, I mean, obviously he's had some significant traumas. Right. Like, I feel we should have a GoFundMe. And now he's got people gawking at him and taking photos of his disability and disfigurement. I mean. Right. And and poking fun. I'm surprised they hadn't started a GoFundMe page for the gator after her post. Right. They probably needed to do a GoFundMe for her, for her knowing her rights from her left. She needs to go back to kindergarten. <laughs> send it, you can send the the social media uh, vet social worker, alligator social worker back to kindergarten. I mean, I understand if people want to like, because I mean, just from what I've read about, you know, I mean, gators can become very... Um, used to the environment and um if they get too big they do need to be relocated i understand that wholeheartedly like i wouldn't want like a 10-foot gator close near my house right dude i don't even want a, I don't even want like a small worm-sized snake in my house near my house so yeah like i'm not going to be cool with a baby gator near my house like that thing needs to go but I'm guessing where these people are, they're so like, I don't know. I mean, we're having an issue with an armadillo. Like I can't even imagine having to deal with alligators. Oh, I saw a TikTok today where this guy was like, um, doing the uh, easement thing, uh, not the, the crawl space, like in between his house and the, you know, underneath how sometimes there's like a bear. Yes! Did you see that one? Did you send yes. me that one? I don't think you sent it to me, but oh my gosh, I was watching that with my daughter today. I was like, oh my shit myself. Oh my god. And then, and then then they stand to the side of built the house when the bear starts running. Yeah. Like my question is, how the hell did the bear get in there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because that is like that's no joke. Like that's under your house. Yeah. Oh, did they take did they take Stumpy's photo? Oh no. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find the comments. 
Or what about the one that I sent you the um about how people they heard shots fire and then in my neighborhood? Oh yes. And and the woman responds, is this a normal thing? Yeah, you know, every Tuesday. Yeah, because at- like shots being fired and, and, you know, I get it's hunting season and all and that we do have deers and bucks in the area, but like it's not common to have somebody with a shotgun out the door of their car. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I don't know where you live, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in some, maybe in some areas, but like, I mean, yeah, like, I don't, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't. Right. Well, we are going to let our listeners go back to their normal lives now after spending some time with us, but yeah, we will keep the, we will keep on the lookout for some other social media, social workers, especially if you have any, send them to us. Cause we would love to feature them and we will continue to, um, see what services there are available for the um alligator stumpy stumpy there maybe we'll have a care plan for him by the next time we have a a episode poor stumpy (laughs) all right guys well thank you for listening and we will talk to you on our next episode have a good night good night You don't have to be a social worker or medical helping professional to enjoy this conversation. Anyone from any walk of life can tune in. Do you have a funny story about your work as a helping professional? Email us at socialworkerwinetime at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at socialworkerwinetime. The H is optional, like in our logo, because we might be drinking wine, but it's not optional in our email address and on our Instagram. Come and tell us your story. We may share your story on our next podcast. That's all for now. We're going to go dance it out like Meredith and Christina. Cheers. Cheers.